from the social justice classroom inside Hugh Boyd Secondary, this is Voices. A youth-created podcast driven by a steadfast commitment to improving the world around us. Hi, my name is Justin. And I'm Steph. And you are listening to Voices Podcast. Today we will be interviewing an active participant and coordinator for youth events in Richmond, Gabriel Narciso. Gabriel is the youth events coordinator and leader at West Richmond Community Center. He also works as a youth teacher at St. Joseph the Worker. We are honored to interview Gabriel to discuss all things related to supporting youth and youth recreation. So, Gabriel, what is your educational background and what was your area of study? Uh, okay, so first off, thanks for having me join you for your podcast. Um, educational background, I actually, I went to high school in Vancouver, but I lived in Richmond, so I uh, went to Vancouver College and then uh, studied at UBC and ended up with a English degree. Right. Um, so in terms of study, that's kind of what I did, but I think in relation to my job, um, really the most relevant area of study is having lived in Richmond and really um, being a an elementary school student and also youth kind of growing up here has really given me good perspective for um, what it's like for youth that live here in Richmond. All right. Thank you. Um, who and or what inspired you to choose this line of work that you do today? Yeah, it's a really rewarding job and uh, I really get to, you know, plant seeds and and have really great interactions with people around the community. Um what inspired me was really thinking back in my life as a high school student and, and realizing that a lot of what the person that I am today um, came out of these, uh, I call them like youth champions, like my teachers. Um, I used to be part of a youth group in high school. Uh, those leaders who were really there to kind of check in with me and uh, make me feel like I was welcome, like it was a safe place to be, um, really encouraged me and cheered me on in, in any of the things that I did. So. I think of a lot of kind of mentors that I've grown up with um, that have, have really been uh, a big part of, of the person I am today. Um, and it all started when I was a high school student. Yeah, it's always great to see um, what's called former students and knowing that your mentors are always able to help you out, like become like who you are today and what you want to pursue with your on with your life, which is really great. Totally. I, like, I remember as a high schooler, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I feel... You know, it's, it's it's great when there's an adult there who's able to relate to you and uh, maybe show you a little bit about what they went through and hopefully learn from their mistakes and also kind of learn from their successes. And then that, I think, makes it a greater, gives youth a greater opportunity to, to kind of thrive and, and grow up to be outstanding members. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, could you share with our listeners one or two of the more personally rewarding stories or experience you have had in working with youth? I think one that I'll share is um, I always find it, um, it's not often where you get to know or see where a youth who, you know, you've really had a good positive relationship with and you don't often see where they are or what happens to them when they leave high school. Um, so I always find it really rewarding um, when I get a chance to kind of get an idea of what they're up to. So, I've had a couple of youth who, after graduating high school, um, had the same desire to give back and want to be a part of uh, of their community. Um, and so whenever I think of some of these youth who 
They've been able to share with me their gifts, whether it's dance or art or sports and recreation. Um, and they come back and they graduate high school and they come back through the doors and say, hey, like, are there any opportunities that are available um, at West Richmond or at the church even at St. Joe's? Um, and I find that always rewarding. I think it's, it's full circle when I get to see, um, see how they value what it means to be a community and then also want to give back and, and grow. So... Um, for me, probably one of the more rewarding ones was um, some of my youth in action leaders who, you know, met consistently through COVID and it wasn't in person. It was all Zoom. Um, and I have one of them now who's one of my staff and he's, you know, um, really been involved with um, youth work and youth leadership in different community centers. And I really see him kind of sharing his perspective and the lessons he learned through high school um, in with the other youth who are, who are now kind of studying in Richmond. So that's always rewarding when I get to see kind of a more full circle approach and these youth are um, able to come back and give back to the community. Oh yeah, definitely. Seeing youth that give back to the community, especially after having to go through a pandemic, is probably one of the greatest things that you'll see throughout the community. How would you define success when helping an individual or community? This is a really neat question. Um, there's so many ways to look at it. For me, um, I really think uh, an individual is thriving or a community is thriving when they're advocating for themselves. So when I see, um, you know, teens or adults are super excited, they're inviting their friends to join them at, you know, whatever community events or drop-ins there are available. Or when I see a, a youth themselves advocating for themselves, um, you know, speaking up for themselves, knowing kind of how to set boundaries for themselves and other people. I think that's when I really can see success is when... Um, I don't have to do my job. I can let the youth do it themselves because they're inviting their friends. They're bringing people in. They're kind of seeing it. Hey, this is kind of neat. And I want to, I want to let people know about it. Um, I think that's really for me a great, you know, measure for success. For me, does it really, you know, someone can, can pay for a program or go to a drop in for free, but when they're inviting their friends and they're the people who are in their lives and they want to let them in to the community, I think that's a really great way to, to define whether something is going well or not. Um, what is your favorite part about your job? Uh, I really love that it's dynamic. I don't know what I do <laughs> in any given day. It's very it's very dynamic. So half of my job is kind of more in the programming side. So sitting on a computer, answering emails, looking for staff, and um, making programs. And then the other half of my job is really relating to youth. Uh, I get to see a lot of your peers and your classmates at lunchtime after school. Um, and they kind of help break the day out, I think. I find when I'm able to kind of move around and not just sit, um, I really like that. I have a dynamic job where really every day is different. <laughs> and, and I like it that way. I think it, it helps keep things, um, keep me on my toes. What are some of the skills your job has helped you develop? Um, a lot of time management, really knowing kind of how to splice up my day and make sure that, it, you know, I'm not getting too far behind in my work and I'm not spending too much time on my computer and I'm actually able to talk to youth. So a bit of time management, um, some of the harder skills, yeah, like there's a couple of different, you know, um, just tech things, programming, learning different um, organizational skills. Then I think some of the soft skills, which are more valuable for a job like this, uh, being able to have conversation, being able to listen, being able to um, ask youth questions and really find a way to um, be creative and, and see if there's any programming or any, you know, gaps in the city or in our community center that we could respond to. Um, 
being creative and not just kind of fitting everything in a box, but really thinking out of the box and seeing um, if there's a way to better um, respond to the youth who are around our community. In spite of the challenges, what gives you purpose or the drive to keep working in this field? Yeah, I go back to my experience as a youth and, and when I had, you know, I remember my my teacher who was really instrumental in, in, in helping me decide where to go in university, someone who, who gave me a voice essentially. I think back to my youth leader who really allowed me to, taught me how to express myself and my, my emotions and the things I'm going through in my life. Um, having those positive experiences when I was a teen um, really gives me purpose. I want to be and hopefully have a, um, a space to be that for, for the youth of just this generation. Um, I, I think youth just have, uh, they just need to be given a chance to, to thrive and to express themselves. And so that gives me a lot of purpose, knowing that that's what I needed when I was a teen. And, and hopefully that might be something, um, you know, a student or a peer might need as well. Just someone to listen and um, see what's in their world, give them a chance to use their voice. Um, and, and that hope for me is what gives me purpose. What are some of the things our listeners can do to help bring awareness to youth issues? To let us know. <laughs> um, we don't know what we don't know. So this is something that I tell a lot of youth all the time is um, I'm always curious what's going on in your world. And in speaking up and hopefully finding a, a, an adult who you can trust or um, who you know will listen to you, that helps us as adults know what to do um, to help to respond to the need that you're giving us. Um, I can only imagine the world has changed so much since I was a teen. And so there's other things in your own worlds as teens that, that maybe we're not aware of. And so please come by, come to our office, come talk to us, um, have conversations um, with us, the people who you feel safe with. Um, and that, that lets us know what's going on in your world. And that's really the best way we can um, address, hopefully, the issues that you're facing is when, when it's kind of brought to our attention. Um, so know that you're never alone. Know that there's always someone you can talk to, someone you can trust, whether it's your peers or another adult. Um, when you bring it out and talk to about it and hopefully have those, you know, honest and meaningful conversations, that really helps us know what, you know, what are the issues going on in your life and how can we best respond to it. Um, I can't promise that it's always going to be met <laughs> with openness or, or with a response, but I think if you find those champions in your life, there's always going to be a couple. Sometimes they're hard to find, but they're there. Um, when you have those conversations, I think that really helps um, give you a sense of direction and also gives us um, maybe inspiration for how we can help you. Yeah. What are some of the biggest issues or challenges you encounter in working in this field or working with youth? Ooh. Um, okay, how do I say this? I think uh, there's a number of different challenges. I think there's always going to be things that I like and don't like about any job. Um, I would say for me, maybe the biggest challenge um, I'm encountering now would be kind of communicating to, you know, my, my community, to everyone around me, um, and, and trying to, I don't want to say destigmatize, but but create a more positive um perspective um, about who youth are in our community. I think youth are amazing trailblazers <laughs> in our community. Really, you guys are people who, you know, give me a lot of ideas, a lot of inspiration. Um, and sometimes I think uh, the public tends to see uh, the, the more maybe challenging or negative aspects. Um, 
of of youth and then for me that's always the biggest challenge when i can see so much potential in youth um and working with the things that that you know are, are part of your daily lives the challenges you guys face um and how it sometimes comes out <laughs> fair enough um but then also uh ways to to build on the things that you guys are so good at um which is really you know mobilizing and and coming together and, and helping solve problems in a creative way um just being able to have fun and smile and recreate um, in your daily in your days, um, those are things that I think you know us adults can learn from and really be inspired by. Is 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 being motivated and being um, ready to take on each of our days and and hopefully change the world. I think that's what we're all here right. for. So I think that's a big challenge: being able to kind of communicate that that you know youth have so much potential. And, and when we start seeing and building off of what you guys are good at and what your strengths are, um, rather than being, you know, um, stopped by maybe some of the things that we're worried about, um, about what youth might do, um, when we work on your strengths, I think then we can really do some really amazing change in our community. And sometimes that's a bit of a difficult conversation to have with, with youth and with uh, other adults too. What has been your biggest takeaway or lesson you have learned from working with youth? Ooh, great question. Um, I think one thing I've really come to learn and appreciate about working with youth is the, the power of listening. Um, when I kind of take a step back and have conversations with people, I try to remember to, to listen to understand rather than listen to respond. Um, when I just keep my ear open, and my mouth shut, <laughs> which is hard to do sometimes. Um, there's really so much healing, so much power to that. Um, it's helped me a lot in my own life, being able to to kind of seek to listen first, um, get to understand what might be going on to the person I'm speaking with, um, and then just come from a place of care um, afterwards. Um, when I respond because of what I've heard, rather than um, thinking about what I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, but really just giving a chance to listen and take a step back. Um, that's really helped me succeed in my life and my job and all the other parts of my, you know, my, my personal life too. So that's been a really great thing. Um, and I hope that it really also helps out the, the youth. It's been something that I think is a great lesson to learn, especially with so much input coming uh, in this day and age. And it's not like an old, I sound like an old person saying that, but um, all the input and the noise that comes in our lives um, there's so much to learn from just kind of taking a step back and um, lending your ears instead of your mouth for less. Finally, what advice would you give to those who would like to pursue work and or jobs in the community? That would be fantastic. Come on by. Uh, the first step is to walk through the doors, right? And uh, my job is to take care of the rest. So um, come on by. Walk through the doors of West. Uh, we're so close to you guys here at Hugh Boyd. Um, and just ask. See if there's anything available. And my job is to really connect you and, and be a bridge to whatever you need. So, you know, if it's a job or resources or volunteer opportunity, we have so much to offer. And, um that conversation, that walk through the door is kind of the, the best first step. Um, another one is to um, jump into it with a friend. Um, bring someone who you know with you who's also looking for the same thing, right? Um, and I find that often when you're able to jump in with a friend or someone you trust, um, that helps make it a little bit easier, be a little bit less of a, a daunting challenge. Um, and then lastly um, is to just be open. Uh, maybe talk to your peers, talk to your teachers. Um, 
see what is kind of available. Um, there's always something to look for. There's always different uh, opportunities that are out there in the world. Um, just keep talking about it. I think when you're when you're able to kind of let it out of your mind and your heart and just kind of bring it out to the world, um, those opportunities will come. All right. Thank you again, Gabriel, for letting us interview you for our podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to yeah, help us you. out. Thank you for inviting us. It's such an honor to be able to to be a part of this initiative and a really great one.